Right now, though, it's time to find out what's going on with Alberta daycares. Many of them are concerned about a $10 a day program as we're getting a little closer to a re-signing deadline that is looming. And joining us to talk about it, joining us from the Alberta Association of Child Care Entrepreneurs is Crystal Churcher. Hello, Crystal. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. So what's everybody nervous about? Can you tell us what's going on? Well, we're, we're nervous about being able to keep the doors open for our centers long term under the funding model in this agreement. Um, we just have been continually asked to administer at our own cost this program from the province. And, you know, we were really hoping with this interim agreement, which is 15 months, um, we would see some changes to the funding model that would show that the province is understanding the burden on operators um, and the impact it's having on the quality of childcare for parents. So we're getting a little closer to this uh, this resigning deadline. So there's really been no response from the province over the last few months. Nothing. Um, uh, there have been responses for sure. Um, I know the minister has has had some media and and interviews and things around around this. Um, I met with the ministry last week on Thursday in person. Um, to discuss kind of our three concerns we have with this interim agreement and some solutions. You know, we were kind of really at a bit of a standstill with the province. We didn't leave the meeting with any solutions um, on the table. We we definitely gained a bit of an understanding about how um, our province's hands are really tied by the federal government under this program. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they do have some guardrails in place, as, you know, which will allow them to do only certain things. But... We're really hoping that, you know, with budget talks next week, I believe, starting across the province, that we can have our ministry um, advocate for some transition funding for operators. Um, You know, we know that it's hard to go up against the federal government, and we're hoping that we can support our minister so that he, you know, has the information and the numbers and and all of the concerns um, from operators and parents um, front and center so he can advocate for Albertans. Crystal, when push comes to shove, usually stuff gets done. Do you see stuff getting done here over the next little while, or are you really a little concerned because it's nothing really seems to be happening? Um, I mean, I, I like to think that when push comes to shove, things get done. I, I haven't really seen that so much in the last two years with the, with the agreement. Um, we're still kind of always, you know, in progress. We're working on systems. Um, you know, it's coming. We're rebuilding a whole a whole childcare sector, and it's just not quite there yet. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping that we'll see some changes and some you know some real solutions from the province that supports our mixed market childcare in Alberta and really ensures that parents have quality childcare moving forward. Um, you know, our our association we recognize that um, and we support that our operators are going to be signing this agreement um, this week. We've, you know, deliberated with our members. We've had multiple meetings with council to try and look at other options for operators, and there's just nothing. There's no choice. Um, if, if operators opt out of this agreement, our low-income families lose the access to their subsidies in our child care centres. Our staff lose access to their wage top-ups. I mean, our hands are tied. How, how can we move forward um, under, you know, uh, under the context of trying to serve families and ECEs across the province when we don't have access to these supports for them. So we're really feeling like we're signing into this agreement um, with the province under duress. Um, but I, I, I'm thinking that that is where most operators will be at the end of this week. I have to ask it. What's the worst case sure. scenario here, Crystal? Um, like long-term worst case yeah. scenario? Yeah, <laughs> it's going to affect a lot of people. 
It is going to affect a lot of people. I think that, you know, provincially, if we don't make some really strong um, decisions, really tough, take some tough action to protect our provincial child care system, um, our families in Alberta are going to see a decline in quality and services. There is only so much money that's available to child care centres, um, private, non-profit, public, however they're structured, there's only so much funding coming in. And what we're seeing right now is going to be reductions in services. We're going to see child care operators have to make cuts to staff to support children with high needs. We're going to see loss of, of uh, extra programming and that will be a loss of, you know, language programming, um, maybe sensory programming, music, art, those kind of things that just will not have funds to be offered in childcare anymore. I think, you know, federally, if our province doesn't start advocating for our um, childcare system and parental choice and rights in the province, um, we're going to see a really standardized government ten-dollar-day program roll out through the country and take over our childcare system in Alberta. And every, that's going to, sorry, go ahead. So I was going to say every province is different, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Every province is different. Um, the provinces have been left to negotiate their own agreements with the federal government um, under, you know, certain um, guardrails and um, expectations, I guess. Right. So they've really been asked almost to essentially sell our child care systems to the federal government for a certain amount of funds under these agreements. Um, and it really puts restrictions on the province as to what they can do in, you know, in childcare, which is provincial jurisdiction. So it's a really difficult system rolling out across the country, and really complex and, and difficult for you know people to understand all of the intricacies and um, unintended consequences that are coming with it. Okay, so how will the next uh, I don't know next few weeks, next few months roll out? Like, what's the timetable here? Um, well, we have until January 31st for operators to sign into our um, Alberta interim agreement. Okay. If they don't do that by the 31st, they actually lose access to all programs. So that's the subsidy for low-income families. That's the wage top-ups for staff. Um, and they, they, you know, look at potentially losing their their claims back to the government for their January fees. So that's a significant loss of income for them. Um, it puts operators in a difficult position for sure. Yeah. I think, um, you know, after the 31st, we're signed in for this agreement for the next 15 months. And we're going to start to see the rollout across the province of the next phase, which um, I think parents are seeing a survey going out by the province right now regarding this. Um, and that's kind of the next phase for the pro- provincial government to meet its quota and numbers with the federal agreement that they have. And it's going to look like a core child care and enhanced child care program across the province. Do you, do, you, uh, do you feel painted into a corner here? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes, I feel that the province should not um, be celebrating operators signing this agreement as any sense of um, success or any you know markers for you know, us actually having a choice and wanting to do this, um, we are absolutely stuck. And, um, you know, we really don't want to see our parents suffer in in this with us opting out and then losing access to the low-income subsidies and, you know, access to affordable child care because, um, you know, it's just, it's such a great um, intended system for Albertans to have access to affordable child care. We just have to find a way that it's going to work for the province and protect quality and our mixed market in Alberta. Also, it's coming at a lousy time because more and more parents have to work uh, just to make those ends meet, correct? 
Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we've only been given a month to really weigh all of the options with this um, provincial agreement. So it doesn't give parents really enough time to try and like figure out how they would pay for full fees if, if centres opted out at the end of the month. I mean, we'd be asking parents to triple sometimes, you know, their, their childcare costs within a month, right after Christmas too. So, um, yeah, Har- I think it's a difficult situation all the way around. Yeah, hard to budget for that. Crystal, we'll be watching carefully to see uh, where things roll out here over the next few weeks, okay? And thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. Can I just um, point people into the direction of our campaign we're launching? Absolutely. Um, Thank you. Um, It's at what cost? So we're trying to bring awareness for the public and parents. um, At what cost are we going to get to $10 daycare? So is it going to be at the cost of quality, at the cost of our children, um, at the cost of our operators? So at what cost is um, our new website. And there's lots of information on there for families to to be able to read about this program. .com.ca, which one? Uh, .info. Okay, there we go. That's important too. Okay, Crystal, thanks for your time today. Thanks. Have a great day. All right. There you go. Crystal Church, you're joining us from the Alberta Association of Child Care Entrepreneurs.